This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about Way of the Dragon, or is it Return of the Dragon, Alex? Tell me how I'm wrong. Well, you're not exactly wrong. It's because <laughs> this movie actually came out in the early 70s, and it was Bruce Lee's directorial debut. But it didn't release into the United States until after Enter the Dragon. So to capitalize on it, the suits in Hollywood said, hey, let's rename this movie Return of the Dragon to kind of like trick people into thinking that it's a sequel to Enter the Dragon. Oh, is this kind of like how, um, oh, I guess not, like how Jackie Chan had Rumble in the Bronx and they released all his previous stuff afterwards? Mm, kind of. Like once he became popular, like one right. movie became a hit and then it was like, oh, let's release all of his movies. It's like, well, they weren't all good. Because <laughs> I remember like telling, oh, I just saw this new Jackie Chan movie. I told people like, that shit's old. I'm like, well, yeah. it's in the theaters now. I don't know. Jesus. And then they yeah. told me about the internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. My crafty Chinese friends. All right. But the other thing is that I guess for the American version, they edited out some stuff that I just found out about from watching the movie earlier today. Ooh. Anti-Western yeah. propaganda? Uh, no, that's still in there. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, It'll well, be my might... tops. It'll be my tops. Don't worry. Okay. That might account <laughs> for one of my worsts. Um, yeah, I think I know where you're going with this, Jeff. But yeah, we'll get to it. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is I don't. It's directed by Bruce Lee, starring Bruce Lee and uh, Chuck Norris and some other people. Mm-hmm. I didn't pull up the page. Anything else you guys want to add before we go into the list? Uh, I I think you meant seven times U.S. and world karate champion Bruce Lee, and also Italian beauty Melissa Longo. Yes. I don't know if you were paying attention to the opening credits, Jeff, but that's how they were credited. I do remember the, the seven times karate champion one, but yeah, and then Italian. I don't remember that. And then uh, Italian beauty Melissa Longo. <laughs> that was. Her. Uh, oh, is that who that was? Okay. Who is the Italian beauty? That's the one that sits yeah. down in the chair right behind what's her face, right? Making Not a chair. eyes, at, making moon eyes at Bruce Lee. Uh, oh. it, this has to do with my list, so <laughs> let's save it. But yeah, uh, mine too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've actually forgot about that scene until you just brought up. All right, so let's do our uh, top five worst lists. Who wants to start? I'll, start. I'll go. <laughs> go, Jeff. Go, right. Jeff. Do it, Jeff. Jeff. Um, th- this is just a pet peeve in general. It's everyday cracking of bones. Just gets on my nerves. It's, you know, fingernails <laughs> on the chalkboard. And when there's like two minutes of just him breaking every bone in his body or cracking every bone, it just was, oh, God. So <laughs> that's my number five, him cracking all his bones while he's preparing to fight. And uh, there, there's, a, there's a pretty masturbatory, like, stretching and <laughs> bone cracking scene 
in the ultimate fight at the end between yeah. him and Chuck. Yes, but that's not the only time he does it. It was like, I remember yeah. two or three times. But yeah, that, especially that last one where... He's got those ridiculous ridiculous lats. Jeez, he's, like a, he's like a flying squirrel or something like that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> he, he can like make himself scrawny or like huge to intimidate predators. <laughs> um, Senor Lee. So one thing I forgot to mention, I have not seen a Bruce Lee movie in probably... 25 years and I've only seen a couple of them so this was something I wanted to get back on my uh, start seeing again and um I don't know, just I go I'm like I know some people are like hardcore kung fu watchers and so that's not me so I'm coming at from this as a point of view of pretty much a noob just want to throw that out there but uh Scott number five my number five was the uh, and this kind of contradicts a couple of my other things on lists but uh the uh the punchline musical beats so like anytime there was a joke there would be like a wah wah yeah pretty much like the equivalent of the equivalent of that anyways and that got annoying to me very quickly uh it's very like i I don't know how would you know it was funny if they didn't have that's true the thing yeah i I wouldn't be able to tell it was like the oh, 18 times in the movie when he makes some joke about having to use the bathroom. And then it was go, ah, where's the toilet? Wah, wah. Like, it, was, it was just Hey, Scott, let's not awkward. talk about our tops right now, right? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> uh, so yes, the, the weird musical beats, punchline beats. All right. Alex? Number five is for some reason Bruce Lee gets to the airport. I mean, lands in Rome. And then he's super hungry, so he scares a kid. I don't get it. All right, really... let's not talk about our tops, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's uh, that might be part of my top list. <laughs> <laughs> really, I don't know. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I don't remember that from when I watched it on VHS. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it was very weird. It was yeah, so random. Uh... That's why I liked. It. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it at all. I was like, what, Bruce? <laughs> Come on, Mr. Lee. Come on. Well, oh, he could have punched him. He just scared him. <laughs> he could have punched the cone, left the ice cream intact, and then eaten that <laughs> out of the air. <laughs> but he didn't. He's like, ah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he runs away from the kid. <laughs> My number four, and you've kind of already mentioned it, I just thought the editing was awful. There were some times where there were these cuts that made no sense, but... If you're saying maybe they edited it for America or the copy that we had, maybe that explains some of it. And I know no. it was his first time directing, and I'm and I, part of it too. But there were a couple cuts. I don't have any exact instances, uh, specific parts, uh, specific instances, but it was just like harsh. Like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> I don't know. It kind of... For the things that I let go through this movie, because I knew what kind of movie it was, editing it still kind of bugged me. There you go. Number four. There it is. Scott. Number four, and this is probably higher on the other, on your lies, eh, on other lists, but uh, the dubbing. It, it, not not unique to any Hong Kong That's movie. That's my number four, too. But it's it's pretty goddamn terrible. Uh, and actually, they they filmed it without, this movie without sound, and just yep. 
dubbed over everything, including the people that spoke English. So I have no idea if the people, like, in theory, the same actors came in and acted over themselves. But it was hard to tell, like, especially they, when the... They did not. <laughs> especially with the black guys. Like... The, 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 the Chinese t- <laughs> Yeah, it was... It, it was, uh... Pretty bad. Uh, Here, let me show you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, I, well, Bruce, Bruce Lee dubbed over himself and some of the bad guys. It didn't okay. specify which one of the bad guys, but he, was, he he definitely dubbed himself over. Was it the short, fat Italian guy with the beard? You mean Wolfman Jack? I was going to say uh, uh, the guy from <laughs> Murphy Brown. But <laughs> the guy from Murphy Brown. Pain, yeah, I don't the, remember that guy. The, the painter, painter? Elden Pascarelli. Yeah, in real life. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I know that was a tough pull, but that's exactly what I thought of the first time I saw him. Like you a know, shorter, fatter version of that guy. <laughs> so you know who's a taller, uh, bigger version of that guy? Who? Hagrid from uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. There it is. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I, the first time I saw a Harry Potter movie, I'm like, that's the painter for Murphy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Lou Albano. One of those. Somewhere in there. Um, so I want to talk about the dubbing. It didn't make my list either way, just because I'm not used to these movies, so I figured they're all this bad. Um, so Bruce Lee was speaking English, right? Yes. So that so that was that was the thing about the dub. Sorry to jump in here real quick. The, the, that was part of the problem with the dubbing is there was a lot of jokes, I think, that were about him not being able to speak English. But he's speaking, like, pretty understandable English. <laughs> so the joke gets kind of lost. Yeah, because yeah. I was reading up on him, and it sounds like he doesn't speak Mandarin, but he speaks Cantonese and English. And he does all, most of his stuff was in English, it's said. But I, I don't know if that was accurate, so I was going to ask you guys about that. What about other movies? In other movies, it's all English. Only yeah. because, you know, being released over here in the West, everything has to be English. Yeah. But like so they were like he had problems reading the the card with directions to the restaurant. He mm-hmm. couldn't like talk to the woman on the phone. Which makes sense because it was it was probably Italian, <laughs> not English. But it, that just adds a fourth language. Like it just mm-hmm. it gets weird. <laughs> he ordered five suits at a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> That lady, that way, just that way, just was just a straight up bitch, though. She was, and that yeah. lady that was staring at him too at the airport. Yeah, that was because she, she's never seen a Chinese man before. Yeah. At first, I was like, "Oh well, real cool, making fun of Americans for being eating now, having too much food, or being rude." And then I was like, "Oh, it's Italian, it's Italy. All right, I'm fine with it. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Everyone knows his Italians are bastards. All right, <laughs> <laughs> take that, Mussolini." Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was your number four also? Yes. The dubbings. All right. Um, my number four, or number three, I should say, is the second to the last fight location. It seemed like it was just at a park. <laughs> They're just trying to find some empty real estate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll leave alone. Like- yeah, yeah. Oh, We're doing the Coliseum park. at the end, so we got to just we have no money anywhere else. Let's just go to the park across the street from the you know from the studio or something. It that, that felt like a fan film right there. You know they should they're just wearing geese and fighting. It felt like something like we could have done. 
minus the talent of the kung fu, but <laughs> minus all the martial artists. <laughs> yeah. So a little weak on that that uh, site location for the second to last fight. Yeah. All right, uh, Scott. Number three. My number three was, and I, I find as I was watching this that I don't hate the seventies as much as I do the eighties. But the uh, <laughs> how dare uh, you, sir? The uh, I, specifically the seventies decor, namely the the Jeez, apartment. The apartment. Oh God! But the <laughs> there was a lot of circles in that. Oh, uh, there was yeah, this, there was that bullshit. The there was the red carpeting. The uh, yeah, whatever. I don't I don't even know what to call it. But the uh, like the Art Deco, whatever. It's just fucking all terrible. The beads. Oh, that's Loris. <laughs> beads. Beads. Be- beads. Beads. With a D. That. Uh, oh, Papa Bear. Yeah. That Chen Cheng Hua, her yep. apartment. Yeah, it was god awful. And a special shout out to the to the outfit that the main henchman's wearing. <laughs> uh, what's oh, his name? Who Wade? Ho, I think is his name. Uh, in the movie, the the gay Chinese guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He comes in. He comes in dressed like Mister Furley from Three's Company. First time you see him. Ooh, <laughs> hey, once again, Scott, muscles. stop taking all my top my top items here. Damn it! Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the seventies stuff. Yeah, it was it was kind of kicking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Alex, number three. My number three is uh, it's it's kind of par for the course. For seventies movies, but the the slow pace and everything had a kind of a slow build up for everything. Uh, that coupled with the editing, yeah, made it not so enjoyable. I mean, I would say I would say that the it's less the pacing was a problem; it's just like the whole movie was a mess. Like they're just kind of That's jumping good. from scene to scene. Not not like there was just nothing going on, and then something happened, and then nothing going on, and just nothing led to it. Or just yeah. barely tied into it with with some exposition. Yeah. Oh, let's go to see the fountains in Italy, Italy, because we have film. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did like in the and stop me if this is part of somebody's list. I did like at the very beginning when she drives him from the airport and she drives him past every tourist place in Rome, like, yeah. <laughs> like every every tourist trap destination. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't drive through the Colosseum, but then they actually <laughs> do that at the end. So that makes sense. I want to say since I was there not too long ago, I was like, "Oh, I've been there. Oh, I've been there. Oh, I didn't get to go there. Oh, I've been there. I don't even think that's in Rome." You know. <laughs> um, uh, one thing on the slow pacing. The one thing I did, I agree with was slow pace, but the one thing I like was you get they give you blue balls when you finally thought he was going to fight and do stuff. Yeah, those guys like are that. training. It was, it was like, "Oh, the rest of those customers here." Uh. Yeah. So I did, I did kind of like that right there, where he was getting ready to do it, and then they didn't do anything. So that, that I thought was kind of neat. Yeah, that was cool. <clears throat> All right. Uh, my number two is it's bullshit that no one was at the Coliseum. <laughs> yeah, that is <laughs> straight up. No witnesses. <laughs> Having recently been there, like I just said, uh, that was the longest line I waited in my entire Europe trip. And there's people fucking everywhere. I think uh, Trivia said that was like the last movie that they let people film inside. Yeah, and they were like Not down really. the bottom and stuff. That was crazy. And I can't believe the Coliseum looks the same after all these years. 
after Bruce Lee killed a guy in the Coliseum, it's like, yeah, no, we, this is not the place for that anymore, sir. Seven-time karate champion died here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, just call bullshit on that, how empty it was. Colt. <laughs> All right, Scott. Colt. Is he good? He's the best in America. <laughs> He's got a costume. Uh, America. Uh, what are we on? Two? Two. Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, my worst is the the guys they found to get beat up by Bruce Lee in this movie. <laughs> all, the, all these guys are just like, just like complete mook jabroni. Like, none of them are intimidating. There's like that one, there's the one like kind of hefty guy wearing the tank top. But like everybody else are like they're just these super skinny guys, or there's short, fat Italian guys, and they like. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like this. None of these, you, you know, they're gonna get their ass kicked anyways. But like, none of them do anything that makes you think that they're gonna like hold their own at all. Yeah, I'm just saying, maybe maybe should have dished out a few extra bucks to get some guys that are a little bigger. Dude, and Bruce just straight up kicks. Some of these guys, like for reals, yeah. Tell, oh he gosh. murders some people in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's awesome. He snaps some people in half. It's just one solid kick. Holy shit! Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, they were jabronis, but whatever. They're all like skinny. They're all like skinny, and <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Anyways, all right, Alex, number two. My number two is right before. The last, like, Colt is trying to get himself up <laughs> because he's already defeated, but he knows that there's only one way out of this fight. And he's either going to win or he's going to die. <laughs> and right before that, there's, like, a series where it cuts to Bruce Lee and then it zooms in, zooms out, zooms in, zooms out. And then it cuts to a <laughs> Colt and it does the same thing. And then it cuts to a cat and it does the same thing. <laughs> before he lunges forward and then he gives Bruce Lee no choice but to snap his neck yeah, the, instead of, I, you know, running away. Yeah, the kitten was part of one of my points. <laughs> <laughs> Just the random officer, because it's like, dude, yeah, yeah. it's like it's it's like panning or zooming in and out and then switches over to the kitten. And like throughout the fight, he keeps switching this goddamn cat. Yeah. Just playing with a rock. Yeah. <laughs> the zooming in, zooming out, that was something where I... I laugh because I caught the reference from Kung Pao. There's a scene where they do that a bunch of times, like over the top, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's what they're making fun of, I guess. Something like this from real Kung Fu movies. Like I said, I'm oblivious when it comes to this. So Yeah, there are a bunch of references. That, or they paid homage to quite a few scenes in this, uh, in uh, Kung Fu Hustle. Uh, when the old woman's in the back of the limo, she does the whole, like, shaking her fist thing about, uh, like, warning the guy to stay away. That was, like, almost beat for beat. And then, like, lighting the cigar afterwards is, is pretty good. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, my number one thing is whatever the hell is attached to Chuck Norris's body. In the, some, <laughs> <laughs> you mean his body hair? Just some growth of hair coming, like, over his, up his chest, over his shoulders. It looked like he was wearing, like, a, a fur, like a shawl or something. It was weird. <laughs> Uh, my I was my my honorable mention was Chuck. I literally have written down Chuck's hairy shoulders <laughs> as an honorable mention for the worst part of this movie. It was bizarre, and I'm pretty sure I've seen other movies where Chuck Norris doesn't have his shirt on, and he thank God he takes care of it now because that was <laughs> he groomed mess. he groomed his man garden. 
Well, like, he's he's American. Mar- and Bruce Lee, they grabs it at one point, like pulls a chunk out. Now, That's now nasty. who's stealing lists, Jeff? And now who's talking? Oh, about okay. All right, I'll let that go then. But yeah, his man, fur, chest, shoulder, merkin, whatever that was. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hell of a merkin going all the way up and around his body. Jesus. <laughs> all right, Scott, number two, or number one. Uh, my number one <laughs> also has to do with good old Chuck. Uh, when, when you first see his character walking through the airport, gets off the plane and the, the music's playing and this guy's a total badass. Then he walks out to the, the curb in front of the airport and he walks right into the camera, which is at crotch level. And yeah, right before the scene right cuts, yeah, the yeah. camera just, he just like puts his junk on the camera and then it's, and then it's the next scene. Like it's just a close up of his dong. <laughs> and nobody thought like, hey, maybe we should like change the angle of the shot a little bit. Like, no, we need to, we need to show Chuck Norris's dong here. <laughs> To establish that that he's a, a rival to to Tang Long, big American penis. I don't know with that chest hair and his dog. Maybe he's a rival to Ron Jeremy or something. Jesus Whoa. Christ! Whew. All right, Alex. My number one is it didn't zoom in, but back to the Chuck Norris fight right before it actually starts at the very beginning. They have like a, a Mexican standoff between Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris, and that stupid cat. And then all of a sudden, this this cat screeches like a banshee, and the fight starts. It's like, there's no way a kitten would ever make a sound like that unless it was getting run over by a car. They dubbed it they, they dubbed pretty <laughs> well, harshly. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> well, the cat was speaking a different language, so they had to dub it. Yeah, it was Italian. <laughs> Italian cat. Yeah. Wow. He didn't see it, but like off screen, the the cat was like waving its paw around, like under its chin. Yeah, <laughs> that's not odd at all. <laughs> all yeah, right, that's the worst part of that bad, 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 damn movie. All right, let's do our best. When do you guys kick it off this time? Okay, uh, I'll, I'll I'll start. My number five, uh, connecting directly to what we were just talking about, was when he when he grabs onto in the final battle. He grabs onto Chuck's chest hair and rips out a handful. <laughs> so like non sequitur. I'm like, I, I, they must have been thinking the same thing we were on the set though. Like Jesus Christ, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then in an impromptu, in, improvised, uh, uh, choreographed bit where he rips some chest hair out, which makes sense, I guess, if you're in a fight like that, a vicious cockfight. Yeah. It made me laugh out loud, though. It was ridiculous, yeah. That whole scene made me laugh. I think I didn't take it seriously just because I kept looking at that shit. Ugh. All right, uh, Alex? My number one was boobs. I mean, my number five is boobs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm cheating. Number one and number five. Nah, number five. Because in the VHS version, they edited out where that Italian lady, the Italian beauty takes Bruce Lee over back to her apartment and he's just waiting there practicing his kung fu because, well, that's all a Chinese country bumpkin knows how to do. And uh, you just see her in the mirror and she's completely naked and he's like, whoa, he gets afraid of boobies and he runs away. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. So that yeah. must have been an, ex- uh, an added scene that I saw. Yeah, that was uh honorable mention, gratuitous 
Unexpected gratuitous nudity. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, no ladies in this movie wear bras. There you go. It was the 70s. 70s. And Italy. And Italy. And Italy. Yeah, I think yeah. it would have been worse than Chuck Norris. But <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, the boobs were awesome, but that was the most... Ra- that was more yeah, random Yeah, it was so unexpected. Cream. It was so... Yeah, it was so weird. Yeah. This lady just picks up Bruce Lee, takes him to his apartment. Damn. I didn't even know they could show boobs back in 72. What? <laughs> 72 was all about boobs. I guess. Way of the boobs. <laughs> Pete Holmes. Which originally called Return of the Boobs, but then they changed it for the Hollywood release. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, my number five is something you guys already mentioned was just the stupid toilet humor. I thought it was funny just because it's. <laughs> I think they. This is what this is what people like, and just I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, and just wah, always trying. Wah. Can I use the toilet? <laughs> yeah, the toilet. Can I use the toilet everywhere he went? Yeah, use the toilet at least in the first thirty minutes. So this is stupid the toilet, toilet joke. Humor. Scott, number four. Number four, and this ties in with the toilet humor, is uh, just all the really weird jokes, at least in the first half of the movie. Uh, at first, I, w- I was like, this is not funny at all, but I kind of came around on it. Um, especially in the part in the airport, even though it's so weird. But he was definitely going for like a Charlie Chaplin thing. And I kind of appreciated that. It was kind of a throwback to old Hollywood there. Because he d- really doesn't say anything for like the first... 15 or 20 minutes mm-hmm. he just says eggs like once yeah. and then and then he's just like and then he's basically mugging and pointing at stuff and then yeah he freaks out the kid for no reason i didn't i didn't i at first i thought he was gonna like ask the kid something like like hey where's the i don't know where's the bathroom but instead yeah he just freaks the kid the fuck out <laughs> like, give me your ice cream <laughs> yeah. and by the way I, I, I'm really interested to, to learn where they actually filmed that airport scene because when they go outside of the parking lot and you see the air, airport thing in the background, it looks like it's smaller than, than our local like Long Beach airport. Just <laughs> I, I don't know where the hell – I don't know. It seemed, it's Rome. Yeah. I know it's supposed to be Rome. I'm just saying. It like it. It's probably Rome. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah, the lady staring at him was weird. <laughs> Eggs. And then Eggs. he gets five soups. Yeah. Oh, and then that waitress was such a bitch. <laughs> like what? what? She, she honestly like thought he ordered English. five. Yeah. Yeah. See, there goes back to what Jeff was saying about the what language is he actually speaking? Because he clearly says eggs. So. What? Yeah. Anyway, I never. That was my number four. All right, uh, Alex. Number four, I like how Bruce Lee and he just plays a good country bumpkin. I think even more so than Jackie Chan. Or maybe he learned from Bruce, but he's just out there. He's a fish out of water. He doesn't know pretty much anything. He lives, it was like, oh, how's Hong Kong? Well, I live way out in the fields. I don't know shit about Hong Kong. Except throughout the entire movie, he talks about how awesome Hong Kong is. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he does. Yeah, the girl makes him dinner. It's better in Hong Kong. Yeah, what a <laughs> like, what dick. A dick. Yeah. I, I did like that you could tell he was kind of uh, uh, being a little ironic with it. Because like, when she shows him around, 
and he just jaw drops when he sees that one fountain. He's like, oh, in Hong Kong, this would be even better. I would just plow it all over and put up some businesses. Or... Yeah. Make <laughs> yeah. some money. All right. Uh, my number four is uh, the sound effects. Not the bad ones you were talking about, but just the classic kung fu sound effects. <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. Just like I said, because I haven't seen one of these movies in a long time, so it's good to hear that shit again. Um, and yeah, minus the <laughs> like the pie throwing stuff—not pie throwing, but the what you were saying before the what one. I'm pretty sure there were a couple times where there was like slide whistle. Yeah, those like those I could do without, but the <laughs> the kung fu slaps and stuff were pretty cool. Every time Colt took a step, it was a giant drum beat. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. All right, Scott, number three, uh, three, three. Number three was Nora Meow, the pseudo love interest. Yeah, Chen Chinghua. Uh, just I I don't have much. Before I said I hate the seventies, but she wears the seventies very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, I wouldn't. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen her in other things, but uh, yeah, she. It's pretty goddamn hot. At least I think so. I agree. I would. I would agree. I wouldn't kick her out of Rome. <laughs> kick yeah, her, Rome her for, food is for eating not as good as meatballs in bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, I don't know why that just popped in my head. Um, when Chuck Norris is at the Coliseum and he does the thumbs down thing, he doesn't. So he starts with his thumbs up and then he goes all the way to thumbs down. That's wrong. Screw him. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to screw. Screw Bruce Lee. You think he should know better? Yeah, let him live. Thumbs down. No, I'm pretty sure Chuck, uh, Chuck Bruce Lee said the right thing, and then he's like, "I'm seven time karate champion." <laughs> thumbs up of the U.S. and the world, <laughs> and a master of friendship. <laughs> Friendship. All right, Alex, number three. Number three is I like that gay henchman. <laughs> He's got very good facial expressions. His teeth are all left up, which just makes it all the funnier. <laughs> like that scene where he they're at the boss's office and Bruce Lee and his troop of cooks just beat the shit out of all his goons. <laughs> and he's like. I've just come up with a solution. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. He's like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> then he lays out his whole plan. Meanwhile, of course, not seen in camera, everybody's still knocked out in the room. Yeah. Some of them could be dying. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I need a hospital. Yeah, that, I like that guy a lot. He almost made my five. Yeah. He's, uh, very, he's my number three as well. <laughs> comedic, very comedic flamboyance. I like I like that suits. even for the seventies it was still by the by that by seventy standards it was pretty restrained. He wasn't like full on Paul Lind like <laughs> uh, flaming, you know, like flaming stereotype. But uh, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. Yeah, and that's what he kind of reminded me of. Um, uh, there's two characters, and the one is kind of from Kung Fury, uh, Kung Pao. Uh, Yashat is red. He is not as flamboyant, but uh, maybe it was his voice or something. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the voice. <laughs> yeah. 
And then the other one, which is uh, not Chinese, but Vietnamese, is in uh, Good Morning, yeah, Good Morning Vietnam. And, like, the restaurant owner is, like, super flamboyant. I don't know if you've seen that in a while, but kind of reminded me of that as well. Mm. Um, and the, the flash, well, I guess Vietnam. Yeah, almost the 70s, close enough. <laughs> uh, as was the style at the time. So, But, yeah, he was hilarious. And when he just came in, it was totally unexpected. Like, what the hell? Oh, yeah, he was, like, like I said, he was dressed. The first time you see him, he's dressed like a cross between uh, Mr. Furley and Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> yeah, that's a good description. Um, uh, speaking of um, me just being a, a typical white man and can't uh, tell certain Asian actors apart, were any of these guys in um, Big Trouble in Little China? Because I swear to God, three different times, I'm like, I think that's the guy! And then, uh, I don't know if that is or not. Now I'm not going to be racist. Oh, right Jesus. Now. It's it's <laughs> possible? Could have been. <laughs> but then I was like trying to think when this was and when the other one. It was like, like a five, what was this? A 70? 72, like early yeah, 70s. Like, yeah, it's like a 10-year difference at least. So probably not. But there were a couple times where I was like, I think that's, uh, maybe not. Uh, I don't know. Well, I know, isn't the, the tall Colt's apprentice with the scar on the face, wasn't he in Return of the Dragon also? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. thought so. Well, that... But that was a white guy, so... Okay. Uh, fun little tidbit here on the on the names and stuff. Uh, the the main bad guy doesn't actually have a name. He's just boss, or he's the just, thug's boss. He's Wade. Or, yeah. He's just Wade. Hmm? It doesn't look like Wade to you. He reminds me of Wade. No, nah, 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 nah. I think so. Okay. Listen, listener, Wade, are you listening? You've convinced. Be me. that for this Halloween. Wade's not listening because Wade's not on this episode. Oh, oh. that's true. <laughs> ah, Wade. Actually, though, I'm I'm kind of guilty of the same thing. So. <laughs> what? What? Nothing. You listen. I listen to, I listen to every episode. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's also true. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so Scott's listened to yeah, exactly. Like he's been all but like three, except when the one I'm not Scott's listening to. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, that one I listened to. Actually, that's not true. I didn't listen to that one. Oh, you missed out. Um, all right, our number ones, I think. No, number twos. Number twos. Number twos. Scott. Okay, my number two is the the dual wielding nunchaku. He oh, that pulls out one, mean. and then he pulls out a second one. I'm like, oh man, this is rad. <laughs> I have no idea how practical that is. It's like Hollywood now, and like they dual wield the pistols. And I've I read enough cracked articles now to know how fucking ridiculous that is. But <laughs> but yeah, I'm not I'm not sure how useful having two nunchucks at the same time. But if anyone could do it, but if anyone could do it, it'd be Bruce, and it looks badass. Yeah. <laughs> and oh god, oh, fucking some of those guys had to be dead afterwards. <laughs> fucking swing that thing <laughs> yeah. right over the top of somebody's skull. And those those are made of like hollowed yeah. out plastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's Poor Wolfman Jack. He grabs a pair of nunchaku that was on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. Put it under his armpit. Yeah, like, that was Bruce. that was yeah. cool. That was that was pretty great when he tries to copy him. Yeah. Yeah. Also, where did the fuck did he get those nunchucks? By the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he pulls them out of his yeah, ass. Yeah, basically, <laughs> same thing with those darts he makes. He pulls those out of his asshole too. I don't know where the hell he comes up with those. He just tucks them into his pants. I guess. Well, the darts you actually see him carve out a bunch. Of them. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, they explain how he gets them, but like how he just makes them magically appear. He just has. Them. 
Yeah, I guess. Nah. He, he goes by and gets them all from he the bed. Keisters him. Yeah, but those nunchucks <laughs> came out of nowhere. Yeah, the nunchucks. <laughs> but it was awesome scene. I agree with that, Scott. Mm-hmm. Alex. My number two is, I forgot. I haven't seen a Bruce Lee movie in so long, I forgot how fast he is on film. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Good night. Because sometimes I would hear sound effects, but I I would not see, like, I would barely see anything on screen. I'm like, what? Did he, did he actually just punch? He must have because I heard something. Well, because light travels faster than sound. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just didn't see. He's so fast. He's faster than light. Sometimes. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Boy, no, it, it was amazing. And I, I actually thought about Three Amigos where, like, there's probably some guy at home, like, ah, oh, then I learned about special effects and, yeah. and trickery. <laughs> Trick <laughs> photography. Yeah. No, I really was that fast. And then, he chat someone would challenge Bruce Lee to a fight, and they would learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. Well, like even the the first time when they go back to the apartment, the first time you see him do any like martial art, he snaps out that kick. I'm like holy shit, that was fast! Like the way he just yeah, out of nowhere, yeah, just straight up in the air. Yeah. When he does the uh, movement number four or something, something, and then a dragon whips the tail. When he does that spin kick, it was amazing. It was incredible. <laughs> Which I think is what's kind of lacking in today's like choreography is like actual just fast talent there's so many cuts in action scenes now that's like well they could be really well, that's, that's, doing anything that's definitely more of a western thing than because if you look at a lot of hong kong cinema they'll actually like film the scene like allow, allow yeah, the camera. wide shot yeah yeah like and in this like now you get like jason Bourne movies where you get the, the, the steady cam and the fucking cameras cutting all over the place and well there's no cam. steady cams in jason Bourne. i'll tell you that much. yeah well, they, do, they actually did a lot of handheld cameras in this movie, too, for the walking around scenes. Mm-hmm. It was kind of an interesting but choice. I, I would say, and I was going to bring it up, too, is that you have to do that in Jason Bourne because it's Matt Damon. It's not Bruce Lee, That's, right? You right, have exactly. to make yes. him look. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. <laughs> that actually you know, yeah, proves your point. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Alex, number two. Or was that your I just two? did my number two. Oh, God damn it. All right. My You're number, number two. two. Yeah. Um, when he makes the kid drop the ice cream, <laughs> it was so random. I was like, I thought he was gonna be a nice Bruce Lee and do something. He just goes, Bleh! and then the kid runs. It was so random, and I just kept. I laughed at like five minutes. Like, what the hell did I just see? I think I'm coming around. That's not like the kid okay. was like antagonizing me or anything. Maybe there was some scene where he was like he was just the kid standing was being, there and was being little shit or something. But no, the kid's just he standing just... there minding his own business. <laughs> the red sailor suit. Yeah, like I kept. I think that's why I kept laughing because I kept. Okay, that must have been done for a reason. Like he's gonna go tell his mom, and his mom's gonna cut. And like it just no, it made no sense, and it was awesome. Just I'm gonna do that to some kid. <laughs> And that's when Jeff oh. went to jail. Yeah. yeah. Did the Harrison. Yeah, Harrison kicked my ass. <laughs> All right. Uh, the number ones. All right. My number one uh, is basically the, the the final fight at the Coliseum. Yep, uh, mine too. This is kind of a broader point, but the, the fact that actually filming inside the Coliseum was cool. Rather than the trivia that they had to, like, do some guerrilla filming outside of the Coliseum. Like, they weren't actually allowed to film there. Um, I didn't see any gorillas in this movie. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the, the fight itself. A um, couple 
there's the kitten close up. <laughs> um, the fact I, I did like the fact that that uh, he gets Bruce gets knocked around a little bit. You know, he didn't uh, fucking uh, Steven Seagal it mm-hmm. and just barely take well, the a scratch. First half of the yeah, the first half of the fight was Bruce Lee just taking his licks because he underestimated Colt. We well, he, uh, well he, that's the cool part is you can actually see him just he's using like traditional Chinese boxing kung yeah. fu. And then he switches into the Jeet Kune Do mood, and he's not able, to, and uh, Chuck isn't able, able to keep up. You see at one point, because you can see like the uh, Chuck and the camera will keep looking down at Bruce's feet like halfway through the fight, because yeah. he's like, oh fuck, what is this? And then uh, at the very end, right That's, before... He catches him he catches him looking with a kick. Yeah, right, right before face. Chuck finally loses, um, spoilers, he... Uh, you see, you see Chuck start to like pick up the pace too. Like he's trying to mimic that whole like rapid pace. You know, he tries to do mix in a little Jeet Kune Do as well. Um, of course, it doesn't work, but it doesn't work for him. Yeah, he's too big. Yeah, so the Jeet Kune Do trumps all other martial arts. Is the point of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my number one. Man, that was an awesome. Like when he switches into that mode, then it goes into slow mo, and Colt is just trying to hit Bruce Lee with a bunch of stuff, and it keeps like kind of blocking and dodging all in slow motion. That was awesome. Yep. Uh-huh. I agree. Both are, both are number ones. Yeah, it's all, all basically all threes. I, my number one is just all the fighting in general. So, But that one being the best. But just I kind of jammed everything together. Watching him and the speed that you guys talked about. Um, it's a pity. I mean, I didn't even really pay attention to Chuck Norris in this movie. I was just looking at Bruce Lee because he was so fast, like you said. And I haven't seen him in a long time. Like I've seen, I've seen a couple episodes of Texas Walker Ranger, or whatever that show is called. <laughs> Walker Texas Ranger. <laughs> right. Texas Walker Ranger. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, just all the fighting and just how quick he was. Yeah, it, it is cool that, that. I mean, we we yeah we think of Chuck Norris as like this. B movie action star, um, but yeah, he was fast enough to keep up with Bruce for the most part. Like at yeah, least, at least not to film a movie fight scene anyway. There were some combos that he pulled out that I was like, "Holy crap!" That actually really surprised me. Yeah, so it was like they're well matched on screen, anyways. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me ask you this: This is where I am um, uh, out of my sports element here and martial arts. Well, I'm Alex, and I like sports. All right. So, if you take uh, an athlete that's from the 70s or something, say you take the best hockey player from the 70s and compare him to the best hockey player today with all the medicine and all the things, they'd say, yeah, it would be close, but most likely the new guy would win. Just he's more well more well trained, blah, blah, blah. Would that be the same thing in Kung Fu with, like, with Jet Li, who's already old now, but – keep up with Bruce Lee or that, that's not a contest. I, you know, Bruce Lee looks like he was in such goddamn ridiculous shape. Like, like, yeah. like to the point where nobody's really, I've ever, ever, I don't think I've ever seen anybody since, but yeah. to his detriment, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah, that is true. Yeah, so he wasn't doing something right. Yeah. Well, it was, I mean, it was kind of a fluke thing, but I mean, like just looking at the guy, I, like, I agree. I mean, yeah. you get, it, it kind of, you know, Led the way. Instead of that, we got at least in uh, in Hollywood, we got our fucking ripped out of their mind Sylvester Stallones and Schwarzeneggers and Dolph Lundgrens and 
Whoa, whoa, let's not talk about our uh, crossover list. Oh, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I bet he was old school, not only with his workouts, but he probably wasn't, you know, doing the right protein shake. With the right, right. That. yeah, that, that is probably true. Like, so, he probably just ate a lot of eggs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just wonder, like, and then, or just, but his skill was so much better that he would be able to keep up with yeah. Jackie Chan, Jet Li, or whoever. I don't even know what today's modern day version of these guys are, but that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but you think he would, or? Um. Oh yeah, he. Okay. Like he would have like Bruce would at least made another. I don't know who knows how many movies he would have made, but I mean, definitely he was still in his prime. He would have made a bunch of awesome movies, I think. So, and they and those those would have held up against. Well, the other, the other thing too about this though is like the choreography has gotten so ridiculously intricate since the seventies. Um, yeah, all the way across the board. Uh, look at like the Matrix. That that was uh, what's the guy's name. Uh, Wu Ping, yeah, Wu Ping, yeah, Wu and Ping. I don't know which way <laughs> it's order it is, but, but, but um, <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah, like that stuff is so ridiculous now. Whereas, like even even this, it's cool to see him and like put on the display and and him and the Chuck fight's pretty good. But like when he's just fighting the goons, like that's not necessarily all that awesomely choreographed. Um, so just from like what you're seeing on screen standpoint, like. Yeah, I think it today today would win out. Like, yeah, and I mean, I say Jackie Jackie Chan movies were a lot more fun to watch because of his choreographed and his stunts and his you know using a jacket to beat somebody up and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if in the other Bruce Lee movies if he does stuff like that or not, but nope. you know, it's not just, Jackie Chan wasn't just straight on fighting all the time, right? I mean, usually, usually it wasn't. It was him. It was a lot more slapstick with with Jackie Chan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they called him with the clown kung fu. That's yeah. what they called it. Well, the thing, like, a lot of these guys make, I don't know, I, I they made a ton of movies, so I don't know how much uh, Jackie Chan's done this, but, like, uh, like Jet Li or Donnie Yen, um, they've done a lot of the, like, Chinese epics where, I, I don't know that Bruce really didn't have the chance to do any of those, so he might have done a lot of those as well. Yeah. Okay. All right, and then one last question I had was, do you remember in the, I think it was the 90s, there was a movie about his life where Brandon Lee played him? No, it wasn't Brandon Lee. It was Jason Scott Lee. No relation. Yes, Jason Scott Lee. Oh, I thought it was Brandon Lee. Okay. Um, what was the name of that movie? Just Dragon? Uh, uh, you know what I remember? I, wanna, I, I, I can look it so. up. A dragon in the I title. Think it was Dragon. But I think it was like Bruce Lee, the dragon story, or dragon, the Bruce Lee story, I think is what it was called. Yeah, dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Okay. I know there's a new Bruce Lee movie coming out where they make a white guy the main character. What? Yeah. It's like, the Bruce Bruce Lee fights this uh, Shaolin master, but it's all told through this one white guy in San Francisco that was one of his students. And he's like kind of uh, the witness to everything and stuff. So, I mean, it looks cool, but Bruce Lee and this dude are definitely, well, the guy that's playing Bruce Lee and the Shaolin Master are definitely fly, flying around in wires and stuff. Oh. Man, you guys, I thought it was Brandon Lee who played him. Man. 
because I know it was like I thought it would have been his last full movie, be, you know, besides, well, almost full movie, The Crow, because it was around the same time. Yeah, it's like a year before, so that's why I, in my mind it was like he did that and then he did The Crow. Yeah. Okay, that sucks. <laughs> All right, anything else on this before we go to our uh, crossover? Um, no, just great Bruce Lee movie. If you're a fan of martial arts movies or Bruce Lee, this is. I don't know why you wouldn't have seen this, but go do it. All right. Uh, Alex, lead us through this crossover list since you came up with it. Uh, Okay. Fantasy one-on-one, 1v1 fights that we kind of always wish would happen. Uh, My number five is... I don't know if I ever saw this on screen. This is why I always wanted to see this happen, but Skeletor versus He-Man. I know they fought a lot, but did they actually have the two twin swords where they had it out? I don't remember, man. It yeah, sounds, sounds, it sounds like a question for guest Mike. I'll have to ask him. Anyway. Yeah, I don't remember, though. But yeah. I've always... I mean, besides in the movie. Yeah. In Masters of the Universe, the movie, in the cartoon, I never actually saw him actually duke it out and have one be the yeah. game, so I've always wanted to Yeah, in these that. 80s, they never did have, like, the knockout, drag down, uh, like, Dragon Ball-esque <laughs> four-episode fights. <laughs> so. Yep. And uh, they never had uh, Optimus Prime versus the flying jet from GoBots, either. The GoBots... What was the name of that great jet? Commander? No, that's Cobra Commander. What? Yeah. It was uh... Starscream. Was... No, that's Transformer. Is a fly Flybot. I don't know. Whatever. Let's not talk about the Cobots. That was. I'm sorry I brought that up. Wing Robot. <laughs> All right. So for my list, I didn't know whether you wanted us to do ones that had already happened or that we wanted. Or we wish didn't Either. happen, and we could do them again. Because there's a Either. lot. Yeah. Either <laughs> or. If you think of a movie that has, like, V in the title, they're all bad. They're Alien all bad. v. Predator. Yes. So, on my list, I have Alien v. Predator, Jason versus Freddy versus Jason, and Batman versus Superman. All did not live up to the hype. So, I'm going to combine them all into my number five as saying... Hollywood, you suck. Make a movie. <laughs> it's so easy. It should be easy anyway. Yeah. But, so my biggest problem with Alien vs. Predator is that it's Alien vs. Predator and then a human girl wins. Like, what the fuck? Yes. God. <laughs> <laughs> and Freddy vs. Jason wasn't actually that bad. I saw it in the movie theater drunk with Matt and we had a lot of fun. Uh, but it still wasn't great. And Batman v Superman. We talked about that enough. So there you go. Do it right, Hollywood. Yeah, Scott. get your head out of your ass. Yeah, number five is uh, John Mason from The Rock versus, take your pick, well, well probably Sean Connery's uh, James Bond. Ooh, old, old man fight? Because uh, the theory is that they're actually the same guy. Ooh. But yeah, well, I, I do want to see Connery fight Connery. I think that would be cool. Connery v. Connery. Yeah. That's a, a theory that's out there. Yeah, is that he's actually James Bond? Yeah, I've never heard that before. Maybe. That's kind of cool. Go on, give me your best. Your best. I want to see that. I'll movie. kick your ass. 
All right. Under the rock. I like it. Alex. My number four, I actually got this, you saw this on the Transformers the movie, but I, I, I was very devastated by the outcome when Optimus Prime fought Megatron. And then Optimus bit the dust. I mean, Megatron kind of got effed up in the process, but Optimus got completely wiped out. You've got the touch! Your your dream matchups are like the two arch nemesis from their own... You've got the power! Well, that's... It's like, well, well, Superman versus Lex Luthor and Batman versus the Joker. Like, what are you doing? These are It's what I would always dream of when I was a kid. I don't know. <laughs> you got to dream higher, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this, this is why these are my number five and number fours, okay? All right. Jeebus. I need to get higher. Where's my weed, California? <laughs> Scott? Are you, are, you, right. are you throwing it to me or is that a joke? <laughs> hey, it was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was funny because you didn't laugh. Yeah. You, you sighed. <laughs> All right. So mine is it was they finally, as they're up over age 60, were made in movies together. But I always wanted to see an Arnold Stallone heads up. Rambo versus Commando. Let's just do that. We can call it that. <laughs> Rambo versus <And> Matrix. <laughs> Rambo. John Rambo. John versus John. John. A lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh I'm gonna kill you, Joel. Come on. Don't tell me you didn't want to see that. Yeah, that'd be cool. And now they're always on the same team in these older when they're yeah. older and they're on I wanted to see Put them on a team then. Yeah. Like you could have some bullshit thing where they're against each other and at the very end they realize that they're just misunderstood. Like, oh see like Batman v. John Superman. Rambo's Yeah. What is they have the same <laughs> their mom has the same name. No. Uh Rambo's lost in the not lost, but he's terrorizing people in the Pacific Northwest, and then they have to bring in John Matrix to hunt him down. <laughs> or and then it it practically writes itself that he's right. Yeah, both of them just go on a killing spree, decimating the population of America. I can't believe this movie yeah. hasn't been written already. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be. But the interesting part is, while John Matrix is out hunting for John Rambo, Dutch shows up, <laughs> and, uh, and then and John Spartan <laughs> and John Spartan. <laughs> And it's ultimate tag team match, and then yeah, then they turn on and they go kill um, Brian Dennehy. But, but then, be awesome. But, th- <laughs> but then, uh, then Co- but then Cobretti and uh, yeah, and, the, and and deal John and Cobretti. deal from Mister Deal from Raw Deal <laughs> show up. I gotta say Julius. <laughs> and Julius is the peacemaker, President Julius. We need your help with this situation. Yeah. It'll be Julius and Stallone's character from Throw Mama from a Train show up. You're the release. and I'm a cure. <laughs> so Hollywood make this movie happen. Tango and Cash are one day away from retirement. <laughs> oh, Tango and Cash versus twins. Let's do that. Oh, dude. DeVito's scrappy. I don't know. I don't know if that's... But Kurt Russell's got the hair. Kurt uh, Russell's it's... got the hair. Mm-hmm. All right. That's my dream matchup. Now I'm really pissed I didn't make this number one. But <laughs> there you go. That's kind of my number one. But <laughs> this is, we're getting like like five year old boy territory here. And then and then they and then he shows up T-Rex. and he's got a bazooka and and a fucking T Rex. Okay, so my number four uh, is uh, Transformers v Voltron. Oh, there you go. That's how you do it. Yeah, Devastator was probably as tall as Voltron. So, 
I think that'd be a good fight. Just saying. Nice. That, just we got the sword. I think it's each other. I mean, somebody would die because that's what happens in Voltron. But uh, yeah, then there'd be swords because the, the Transformers didn't do the sword thing too much, did they? I don't. No, in the movie. In the movie, they the did. Only time when they yeah. did like lightsaber axes and lightsaber maces somehow. Right. Well, Ener- Energon. There it is. I heard the new Transformers movie. They're going to go after Excalibur. So, <laughs> now I'm not joking. This is a real thing, and You're Nazis kidding. are in it. Oh, no, for fuck's sake! That's supposedly the new movie. So, this is like, what is this like? Fucking Mad Libs, like. And yeah. then the Transformers went to find Excalibur. <laughs> See, like, no, they're five year old people it before that we had the our conversation. Nazis. They just have power yeah. and money. <laughs> So our, <laughs> we just need to convince him about our Stallone v. Arnold <laughs> yes. gigantic movie. Michael Bay will direct it. He'll direct the fuck shit out of everything. Yeah. He'll definitely do your uh, Sean Connery, uh, The Rock, there you go. Uh, James Bond thing. So, Sunset Galore. One more air. But, but you said, wait, you said Voltron versus Optimus Prime? Uh, just Transformers just in general. Transformers. Because okay. Voltron is huge. Yeah, yeah, there are like five of them. Up into five lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll Shoot. form the head. <laughs> what about uh, Voltron versus the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Isn't that the same thing as Voltron? Mm. Kind of, but Voltron would win hands down. Okay. I just remember my brother. Well, outside, outside of the uh, their their robots, Mecha, whatever, the Power Rangers would fuck them up because they're not like super yes. martial artists but <laughs> that's true that's just it's just science yeah hey. all right anyway who's got number three sorry i'm sniffling number three is uh i couldn't decide so kind of a three-way between bruce lee versus jackie chan or bruce or bruce lee versus jet lee like in an actual like sanctioned fight because bruce was kind of always down for that it always is like uh, legendarily like after he healed from his back problems that same guy that broke his back came back in a fight and he beat him with Jeet Kune Do in under what in under a minute it's pretty fast it was some insane like that it'd be cool to see yeah, the Jeet Kune Do so, v the Wushu mm-hmm. so that's one of the dream fights that I've always wanted to see and now I never will ah <laughs> uh, what about Kung Fu Panda versus? Um... <laughs> Remember that old? Like, wasn't there like a an karate, old... karate yeah. tiger? Oh, the karate dog. Wasn't there a karate dog? Uh, yeah. Kung... yeah. Kong Hong Kung, Kung Fu. Uh, yeah. yeah. Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Wasn't that? Wasn't that? Wasn't he voiced well, by like kind Robert Keown? So. <laughs> there it is. It's not racist because he's a dog. Well. I mean, I did. Kung, Fu the, Kung Fu Panda has the better animations, but then Hong Kong Fui can just <laughs> lacks frames and stuff, so he can just dart from one place to the other <laughs> in the same position with all this cheap 70s animation. Well, I think that the so, thing with Hong Kong Fui is that he was actually super shitty at martial arts. He just, like, luck his way through everything. Like Mr. Magoo? Yeah. There was a slew of those cartoons. 
big thing. Hong Kong hooey. That, but that's kind of Poe's shtick also. That's part of his shtick, at least. Anyways. <laughs> Dream fight. Alright, alright. Um, number two, number three. Number three for Jeff. For Scott. No, it's me. And I, uh, oh, for you. I, I lost my list. Um, crap. <laughs> Um, how about <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> um Yeah, Stormtrooper versus something else. Uh all right, Willow versus Wicket. <laughs> Who's gonna win? Uh, no, okay. Willow. I I I, 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 I lost my list, but so I lost my number three. I have my, I don't want to use these up because they're better. Um <laughs> well, well, let me do my number three and you can look. All right, okay. so I wish I could undo on this stupid thing. Okay, so for number three, <laughs> this might be the nerdiest one on my list. <laughs> Here Let's we go. Say the last. Borg versus no, not that bad. Although I did, <laughs> I did struggle for a little while trying to come up with a, a Star Trek one, which I didn't wind up not. I wind up not doing. But uh, uh, Spock versus Sherlock Holmes. No, in a battle. Of All right, race. here we go. Prepare to have your minds blown. Shit. All right, talking about. Talking about rogues here in space. The ultimate uh, smugglers. Unicron. Head to head in a no holds barred. Uh, Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly versus Han Solo uh, of Star Wars. Oh, damn, I actually thought of that one and I didn't use it, but uh, it's a good one. Because they both have this I mean, weird Han sense. Han Solo would destroy him. They, well, they both have this weird sense of honor, so they wouldn't like shoot each other in the back. But they would like talk to each other first and then maybe shoot. So it'd be it'd be tough to say. Um in fisticuffs, uh I gotta say that that Malcolm has the edge. You never see a Han's got no fucking honor. He shot first, you dick. And he shot Vader first. So what are you talking about? I'm saying you wouldn't shoot him in the back necessarily. Yeah, but he would shoot first. He yeah. would shoot first. Yeah. But uh they'd both be honest. Doesn't Han have any military training though? No. Well, it's in the EU, see, so like, it doesn't matter anymore. See, like, oh, yeah, it's pretty oh, good in, in a, like a fist fight. I don't know about Han. Because Han never has to fight anybody, like in the movies, right? Like, uh, Lando Carizian kicks his ass, but he was just tortured. So, <laughs> brother, <laughs> sure. I feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, he when he cracks when he steps on that branch and he alerts the stormtroopers and Jedi. He kind of throws one of the stormtroopers around and he All flips right. him. If, if it's ship, if it's so he couldn't sneak up on him. Yeah, if it's if it's <laughs> if it's ship v ship, then obviously the Millennium Falcon is the edge because the uh, Serenity doesn't yeah. have any guns on it. Yeah, no weapons. Yeah, so that'd be kind of tough. But yeah, I think that'd be a good uh, good fight potentially. I honestly would have said if if Force Awakens hadn't come out, I would have said hands down Han Solo, no problem. But I hate his character in Force Awakens, so therefore it's it's plausible. Okay. You know, if it was all about doing stupid jokes, which I guess they both do that, but his were even worse in Force Awakens, so. Yeah, but he's old. He's all about dad jokes at that point. Yeah, you get, you get Whedon jokes versus, uh, I don't know who the fuck wrote that. What's the guy's name? Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan. Kasdan. No, it was the Orky or whatever, that fucking guy. Robert Orsi? Orky? Orchie, I don't know. Anyway, that's my number three. Orca? The killer whale. What are you talking about? Kazan wrote Star Wars. No, I'm talking about for Force Awakens. 
Yeah, he wrote Force Awakens. Did he? Yeah. I could have sworn that Abrams had his, like, his cronies go over the script. They may have gone over the script, but uh, him and Abrams and Kasdan were the head writers on that. Okay. All right, uh, my number three, I lost it, so forget it. Let's uh... <laughs> just make one up right now. I did. I did Willow versus Wicked or Willow versus the Leprechaun. How about that? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> magic versus magic. Now, does Willow have Shalindria's wand? You are great. I don't know. Because <laughs> then I think Willow. But if he doesn't have Shalindria's wand, if he just has those stone, <laughs> those nuts that turn people to stone, I don't think he's got a chance. Kaya. All right. How about Willow versus Frodo, but they don't have their trinkets? Ah. Okay. Just in a fisticuffs? Yeah. I think Willow's scrappier. He's got those big man... He's diminutive, but he still has those man hands. All right, Jeff. Jeff, I have your number three here. Well, I was just going to say, we have seen a hobbit just bare hand strangle a guy. So This is, this is true. So yeah, I, I'm going to go mountain. with Frodo. And if he's on... It depends if he's on his uh, pipe weed or not. If he's all mellow, maybe not. But <laughs> if the long bottom is gone and he's kind of having a rough day, <laughs> my money's on Frodo. Oh, man. Keep talking Shire. That's funny. <laughs> nope. So, but oh, go man. ahead. Throw yours in. So, so your number three should have been Ditka uh, or Hurricane. No. Well, well, did- wait, wait, wait. The hurricane is named Ditka. Ah, yeah, well. Eh. <laughs> Anyways. All right, Alex, number two. My number two is I wanted at least one girl fight here, kind of, sort of. So, and from my childhood, <laughs> a little bit more of it, but I've always wanted to see Shira versus My Little Pony. <laughs> what kind of bloodbath ensues from that? They just... It's just bleed, bleed rainbows, rainbows. yeah. <laughs> Freaking everywhere. Strangled ponies with that rope sword. Gotta be careful, because that could turn into some slash fiction. Really it's out there. Oh. It's out there. <laughs> it has to be. Get on it, Wade. <laughs> Literally slash. Yeah. He probably has a review of it over at uh... filmrex.com. Filmrex.com. I forgot the name. All right. That's a terrible one, Scott. Alex, but it's funny. I like it. There you go. Number two. All right. My number two, I wanted to go uh, like gangster. So yeah. I did Michael Corleone versus Tony Montagna. Okay. Because I want to see the smooth calculating. You mean Fat Tony? <laughs> smooth uh, Michael Corleone versus the red-blooded Cuban the Cubano flame with the Miami nuts. I I think, uh, and this wouldn't be like a fisticuff fight, right? This would just be planning their empires against each other. This would be more like them playing I got, uh, mobile strike. I got to think Corleone's going to win because eventually <laughs> Tony Montana is just going to... He's going to get too big too fast. He's, he's going to OD on, on those <laughs> mounds like of coke. Fred Loggia warned him against. <laughs> No, Tony, no! <laughs> but yeah, Tony's going to get high in his own supply, but Michael is just going to kill all of his relatives. Yeah, but at least they're going to have plenty of, uh, whatchamacallit? Olive oil? Montages. No. Fucking, 
Yeah, montage. They will have plenty of montages. Oh, the montage scenes for both for that fight. Jeebus H. They'll know. They'll have plenty of cannolis. To yeah, can you can, can you imagine the that final that final big sequence in The Godfather? If if instead of the uh, the church music playing, it was pushed it to the limit. <laughs> oh, we need to do that. We need to do that. Walk along the razor's edge. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm on it. Yeah, <laughs> all right, I'd also like to add the undercard though will be uh, Michelle Pfeiffer versus Diane Keaton. That's mm. the undercard. <laughs> white bread versus white bread, just go. Yeah, well, I think Michelle Pfeiffer would win that one, but Michelle Pfeiffer versus the Italian chick that he married it and got blown up. I think the Italian chick would have won. Maybe. But I think Cindy Crawford wins hand down because she'd just be high on PCP the whole time. That my favorite scenes from Scarface is when she takes the hit, jugs her drink, smokes, takes a hit off her cigarette, and I don't know what she does, but it was yeah, she doesn't feel pain. All right, uh, Scott, number two. Number two could also potentially be a girl fight, but uh, Xenomorphs from the Aliens franchise versus the Velociraptors from Jurassic Park. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Xena the Warrior Princess. <laughs> that would have been cool. Oh, I kind of wish I had of. <laughs> Damn it! Oh man, <laughs> man, I don't even want to talk yeah, about this anymore. Change. Damn, that'd have been so much better. As soon as they pop out those little mouths, Zeta would just throw her chakra. But I guess it'd be a pretty good fight between the aliens and the Lost Raptors. Lost Raptors would have coordination and <laughs> and ground <laughs> speed, where the Xenomorphs would have acid and. Tough hides, I guess. In hiding places. Yeah. Plus, they could face hug the raptors for hybrids. Mm. Then they'd be boned. Yeah, I'm trying to think mm-hmm. if the Dilophosaurus would be better, but. Because he can spit back at the alien. But I guess the alien doesn't spit acid, he just bleeds acid. So. And he doesn't have. Yeah, and the xenomorphs don't have eyes. They just have that black dome. That's true. What can the raptors hunt? Well, I guess they all hunt in packs. It'd be pack on pack battle. It would, it would have to be, I would think. Yeah. All right. I might go with the raptors, except that every time they go for a killing shot, they would die too. That is true, but they're well. They uh, can open doors. They can figure out how to they, get away the acid. I mean, could so. they? Yeah, I guess the acid sprays it as soon as they puncture the skin, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Be tough. And they have teeth in the claws. Yeah. They have the claws, yeah. Foot claws. Yeah, the, the raptor's pretty tough. And they could take a little acid. And they're clever. Well, xenomorphs are just bitches. Yeah. Well, there's only one's a bitch. The rest are just... <laughs> clever. <warriors. laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Although I'm disappointed you didn't pick xenomorphs. Yeah. But... <laughs> not, not half as disappointed as I am. <laughs> let you bring it up. Oh, man. People... There's only one person on Facebook that made a list, and now after <laughs> listening, everybody's gonna want to make a list, and you should have. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's, this this is taking forever. Let's go, Alex. Yeah. Let's wrap this shit up. Awesome. Number one is another Arnold versus Stallone, but this one would be more uh, good guy versus bad guy is Rambo versus Terminator. Oh, okay. Because that way. You know, one has to kill the other one. It can't be like, oh, you're a 
Terminator, we should team up or something against Brian Dennehy. <laughs> he, he hates robots too. <laughs> no, not fr- not fucking Brian Dennehy. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Bye. That hey, good. I'm trying to think of what moves Rambo could use on a Terminator. I mean, he'd have to sneak up on him. He's got the exploding arrows. Yeah. Don't think that would do much to a Terminator. Rambo 2. No, but it would definitely slow him down. Yeah. It might, yeah you might get the scant burnt off of him. Um, then he'd know for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, if... if uh, if a uh, Dutch can kill a Predator, a Rambo can build, kill a Terminator. <laughs> that's going to be... Oh, you're, that's the best coin phrase in two, 2016. <laughs> How am I going to finish this? Hey, look, if a Dutch can kill a Predator, <laughs> a Rambo can kill a Terminator, all right? And you sure as hell can take out the trash right now. <laughs> hey, seriously. <laughs> All right, well, somebody mentioned something about didn't want to be a nerd. Um, So I brought up... The Borg versus Klingons. No, but you're very close. The Starship Enterprise Uh versus the Battlestar Galactica. Okay. I didn't go Millennium Falcon. I went big warship versus warship. And uh, I don't know who would win, but I think it would be cool. I I think... Galactica has nukes. Galactic has nukes, and it has, like, it's a aircraft carrier, too. Like, the Enterprise never, sh- like, they don't shoot off little smaller... Most of the time they don't. Yeah. Or anything. It's, yeah, it's more <laughs> of an exploration vessel, but yeah. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, it's not really a battleship, but then they do have proton torpedoes and lasers. They're constantly shooting yeah. stuff, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know which one's bigger. I don't know the details on sh- ship size or anything, but... There's charts out there. I'm thinking the Galaxia would probably win because it has the mobile. It's the mobile. It has all its little fighter dudes, and the, Starbuck the would probably take some shit out. Um, but you know, the I, I would think though that either Picard or Kirk would probably outthink Adama. I'm not sure about that, but probably would. So somehow, I'm thinking the Enterprise goes down, but the cast and crew of the. <laughs> The crew also, as well as the cast. Um, yeah. <laughs> they beam aboard. Yeah, beam aboard the Galactica, and they kill everybody on That's board. That's true. The, the, the Enterprise does get wrecked like every every third movie or so. so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the cast survives, or the crew. Whatever. Actually, I think in, um, in the latest movies, the Enterprise gets wrecked in all three. I don't remember. But I know it. I know at least in two of them it does. Yeah. So, there it is. Okay. Anything else? Uh, my number one. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, just like I, I took Alex's a, a little step further. Mine was Dutch versus a T eight hundred. Does that make sense? Because Dutch has already yeah, taken out okay. a Predator, so it makes sense that he'd be the best match. one to take out a T eight hundred. He'd be prepared. Right. If Dutch could take out a Predator, yeah, he could take. Yep, <laughs> that was my number one. If a Dutch could take out a Predator. Oh, that's my new favorite thing. I would Forever. Agree with that. Um, well, not with that, but I would agree with Dutch taking out a Terminator. Could be done. I think it would happen. <laughs> it, technically, Terminators bleed. If it leaks fluid, Whoa. we can kill it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Time for Alex No Sports. 
No, real quick, you want to go through? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Old, old Joe gave us a list. It was the only one I was surprised, but real quick. Number five, Negan versus Casey Jones in a batting practice. Okay. <laughs> in a bat- battling batting Wait, practice. Casey Jones. Oh, from Turtles? Yeah. Turtles. Yeah. Okay. With baseball bats. They're All right, I like fans, that. Just like me. Uh, number four, you'll like this one, Jeff. Fippy Darkpaw versus a Jawa versus an Ewok. Well, Fippy Darkpaw is relentless. Um, <laughs> but he dies really easily. And who he is it? Say, it's versus a Jawa. a Jawa versus an Ewok. They don't say he doesn't say which Ewoks or Jawas. So is that, maybe it's that is that big Jawa that has a reach. Is that an EQ reference? Flippy Dark Pies. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's that. That I don't know. <laughs> now that I watch Westworld, I feel sorry for these things. But he's the guy that just like runs toward the the city's guards like every fifteen minutes and. You'll not. I forgot what he says, but he just dies on a loop every ten minutes, <laughs> and he's in the, in the newbie zone. Oh man! Uh, his number three is good. Brandon Lee as the crow versus Sting. Versus <laughs> his crow That's makeup. good. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I want that one on my list. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, that should be oh, a crow match. <laughs> the casket match. Sting's not dead, isn't he? Though well, Jeff Brandon Lee is. So isn't it's he? a it's a, it's a dream match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Casket match. Uh, number two, Bruce Lee versus Bruce Leroy. <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, yeah. No contest, but Bruce Leroy does have the glow. He does. He's got the power. Wait, what's Bruce Leroy? Some... I forgot. Barry Gordy's the last dragon. He's... Barry Gordy's the last dragon. I don't know what that is. Okay. You should watch him when he says <laughs> And that's the only title for this movie. <laughs> And his number one is Shonuf, again, from The Last okay. Dragon, versus Raul Julia's M. Bison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's a good list. Good on you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Thanks. <laughs> See, not a bad topic. No, not. why don't the other guys chime in? All you. Yeah, because they're jerks. All you people. I'm tired. All right, Alex, talk sports. I'm Alex, and I know sports. Sports ball. Uh, it turns out uh, Dunkin' Donuts announced a multi-year partnership with the NHL, so they'll, they'll be the official donut and breakfast sandwich of the NHL. Not Tim Hortons? Huh? Not Tim Hortons. Well, in and, America. Oh, and co- and, probably and coffee, not in too. Canada. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there you go. Go to an NHL game and get a cup of coffee. I think, wait, isn't that how hockey players start to train? They get a nice breakfast sandwich from Dunkin' Donuts. That hit the I ice. Think so. I think that's how that works. Phil Kessel does. Oh, for anybody who knows hockey out there right now, fat jokes. All right. <laughs> Bruce Boudreau knows. He doesn't play anymore. He still gets the croissant. You know, he's rotund. Don Cherry is no. is he a, is he a guy that drinks coffee? Probably. Oh, there you go. But I have a question, Alex. So Dunkin' Donuts doesn't exist out here in California. So what do the Kings, Ducks, and Sharks have to do before they uh <laughs> They eat Dunkin' Donuts. They're here now. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. There's oh. a bunch of locations. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> there you go. But I think Scott's right. In Canada, it's not Dunkin' Donuts. It's Stan Makita's. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it when a man it when is. a man kills another man in the heat of passion, he's a murderer. When he kills a man in war, he's a hero. 
<laughs> yeah. These guys, these coffee and cruisers, that. That's my smart news. All right. It's Delicious. time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. was yeah. Go for it, Scott. Okay, so we're running a little long here, so I'll cut this down a little bit. Uh, mostly, I just want to talk about the the full on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Maybe. Two trailer oh. that got released. Trailer. Uh, awesome. Did you see it, Alex? I haven't seen it, but oh, it's so good. I it's been a long time since I've been this hyped for for. Movie. I heard rumors of a baby Groot. Yeah, the, that's it's not really spoiling anything because it's going to be all over the place soon. But yeah, there's there's baby Groot running around and it's amazing and. I laughed out loud several times watching the the trailer, and I hope that that wasn't like the best moments. Uh, so I was kind of instantly sad <laughs> this about that trailer bait. Yeah, but yeah, it all looks great. Like they're just picking up right where they left off with all the characters. Um, yeah, it looks like it's a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, Baby Groot is not just the hero we deserve; he's the hero we need. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty damn good. I'm I'm excited to whenever that comes out next year. Yeah. I probably should have looked oh, that I up for my news. Yeah. <laughs> Meh. Yeah. I think it's uh, spring. I think it's like May, May or June. Really. Yeah, that that seems typical oh, for Marvel when, stuff. Yeah. When baby group flowers bloom. Yeah, there we go. Mm. Uh, so yeah, again, looks really good. If anybody's interested in checking that out. Uh, I get maybe. I don't know. And then uh, just real quick, uh, we we talk a lot about Marvel movies, but. Uh, a list of some of the is the officially the DCU now. I forget what it, the official name that they changed themselves to. <laughs> DCEU. Wow. Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've got uh, just real quick. We've got Wonder Woman coming out next year in June. Uh, I kind of I'm interested in seeing that. I'm that alright. Uh, yeah. Uh, Justice League on the in November. The Flash in 2018 in March, Aquaman also in 2018 in July, and Shazam in 2019. Oh, he's my Wait, did you mention the Batman? Shazam. That's that wasn't on the list because there's not like an exact date for that yet. But there's probably going to be one of those in there too. So, um, wait, does Aquaman marry a woman without gills? I don't know. It's in two different worlds. She trades. He marries a woman that trades her voice for a vagina. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, so, so as Alex said, Wonder Woman looks all right. Uh, the Just Sleep trailer is, eh, but it might be. It wasn't really a trailer either. It was a. Uh... Well, they have like an official, like a more official trailer for it now, though. <clears throat> really? Well, maybe it was the maybe joke. it was the same thing. I don't know, but uh... yeah, I think it's just the same thing that was okay. from uh, Comic Con. There's, there's a lot there, though. Come on. Um, but. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. I mean, hopefully, it'll be fun. I don't know. Momoa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Flash. No. <laughs> They're on their no opinion on that one, one way or the other. They're on their third or fourth director. Flash already on the Flash. So oh, that not... sounds good. Because yeah. they, they only do that. They only do that when they they feel like they've reached a certain level of quality, right? <laughs> yeah. somebody had to polish so things. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that I one already sounds pretty um, cool. Aquaman. There's no like anything about that one, but uh, I, I like. Well, it's James Wan. I like. Yeah, maybe this. maybe that'll be the one. Like I like 
Yeah. Jason Momoa from his turn on Game of Thrones. Uh, dude's huge. Oh, Aquaman, the underdog. And so maybe it'll be interesting. Any Green Lantern news? <laughs> no, no Green Lantern. And then which is Zam, which potentially could be the funnest one of all these. Um, but they'll probably fuck it up because that's how DC rolls. Yeah. <laughs> they'll make him a 36-year-old man yeah. that turns into a young, <laughs> yeah. boy. He's, a, like, he's like a longshoreman in Boston. He just fucking smokes all day. And <laughs> swears. A 12-year-old. 8-year-old that smokes a, all day. He's got a fair hooker. Yeah. Shazam, motherfucker. Alright. Uh, do you guys have anything that you guys wanted to talk about? News-wise? Jeff? I got a, a couple things. Um, finished watching Westworld. Um, I'm not a big fan of it, but I think I'm in the minority. Everyone I've talked to really likes it. Um, so I would say go see. I would still say watch it, but it's it was a little it was disappointing for me. Um, and then in Star Wars news and uh, Game of Thrones news, we, we didn't mention this last week that uh, Daenerys has been cast in the new Han Solo movie. That's right. So they're they're breaking that whole British actress thing in their movies. <laughs> and, um, Finally an American. Jeez. <laughs> and uh, they didn't really say who she's playing. I'm probably some love interest of Han Solo of some kind. And uh, the new movie, the rogue one it's coming out in a couple weeks. We got our tickets. Hopefully you guys got yours. We will be doing, we're not going to do a lead up like we did last year, but we will be doing an episode a few days after we see it. So, Hopefully you guys have seen it as well, and we can talk about it. Spoilers galore. Spoilers galore. Um, but that's pretty much all my news. Uh, okay. Alex? Yeah. Walking Dead still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you wanted to talk about, Alex? Any juicy tidbits? Uh, yeah, PSX just happened, which is where... Uh, explain died. what PSX is for the people. PSX is the PlayStation Experience. It's a small convention where it's only PlayStation, uh, not exclusive, but only games that you can play on PlayStation so stuff are allowed in there. And they show off some pretty neat tech. They still had their uh, VR headsets and stuff, and they're doing you know the Batman and the new Rogue One expansion for Battlefront. They had a lot of playables for that, which is yeah, it was fun. I had a blast. I didn't do the VR, but. The, the regular just shooting around as a stormtrooper was pretty awesome. So I like that. And, uh, yeah, The Last of Us 2 was announced. And The Last Guardian seems like it's actually happening. It's out. It's actually and, out. Uh, yep. It is? Holy crap. I didn't know yep. about that. Oh, there you go. Go there get some PlayStation games, people, if you don't have any. What if I don't have a PlayStation? Oh, then don't worry about it. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. That wraps up. That wraps up this week. Um, next week, well, we'll think of something. <laughs> so the weather outside. Weather. Weather. Something Christmas. Shane Black movie of uh, some kind, or maybe a Christmas story. We don't know. We'll we'll come up with something. Santa sleigh. So thanks for listening. Silent everybody. night, deadly night. And sign up and subscribe and all that shit. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. 
Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.